Sweet Talk is a weekly 20-minute podcast brought to you by the Continuing Education Workforce Training Division of Idaho State University's College of Technology. This podcast is part of our continuing outreach efforts, and the format is conversation. We're having conversations with businesses, professionals, entrepreneurs, community agencies, and in all cases, difference makers. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. So subscribe today. Take 20 minutes and hear from people living in your community who are making a difference in your community. It's time to get started with Sweet Talk. Hello, everyone. It's Paul Dickey with uh, Sweet Talk. Uh, today, I am have a different co-host today. Today, I have Sharice Brown, the director of Start with me today. How are you doing today, Sharice? I'm doing great. Thank you. How are you, Paul? I am doing excellent. So uh, for um, our listeners in the past and some new listeners, could you uh, talk a little bit about yourself? Me? Sure. Um, So I, oh, I'm the director of the START program, which is a free college prep program. And um, we were meeting together, uh, a team of us, and we were talking about the incredible stories that our students have when they come to start and start preparing to go to college or back to college. And we decided a podcast called Every Student Has a Story would be an ideal way to really highlight where our students have come from and where they're where they are now. And so I I get the privilege of working with the most inspirational students uh, you can find anywhere. So excellent, excellent. A little bit about me. And this is uh, the um, what the fourth time you've been on with the guest. I believe so. Yep. Okay. And with that, I'd like to say officially the welcome of our timer that's going to welcome everyone to the show. It's not that 20 minute timer. And could you please introduce our guest today? Yes. So with us today, we have Alberto Cruz. He is from the first cohort of START, which was back in 2010. And um, I didn't work here then, but he stopped by a staff meeting a couple weeks back and I got to meet him and Holy cow, what a what an amazing story. So uh, we wanted him to come and talk to our students, but he's busy working in his career, career field that he loves. And so we figured we could get him on a podcast and tell his story this way so that the whole world can hear it if they want to. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Aburo, how are you do, doing today? I'm good, I'm good. Excellent. So um, you started the START program in uh 2011 i guess um and uh could you tell us a little bit about that why you started the start program and uh how you came came there yeah sure i can make a long story short so i guess I started, my parents are from sonora mexico and um they came here to just work hard right that's in my household it is work hard pay the bills there was no talk of college or school or anything else like that so at the age of 15, um, my girlfriend got pregnant and oh. I dropped out of school to take a full-time job. Um, so at 16, my son was born and I pretty much went out and worked manual labor, uh, no good insurance jobs for about 10 years. And then I got to this point where um, I had a business. I was working out on a feedlot with my dad, you know, out with cattle, doing maintenance kind of stuff. I got to this point where I, I did a little math in my head and said, is this what I'm going to do for 40 more years? Mm -hmm. And it just, I just was like, I can't do this for 40 years. So I just like, I'm going to make a change. 
So I go up to, to the Aztec program and see people using tools, a computer and instruments. And I was like, this is what I want to do. So I went to the administration office and, and it's funny now, but at the time I didn't know better. I said, okay, I want to do that program. And she goes, okay, I need your high school transcript. And I said, don't have that. She said, how about your GED? I was like, how do I get that? Because I didn't have it. <laughs> so she points me to the third floor. I said, okay, I'm going up there. And, and this is when I ran into START. So I got to the third floor and they said, yeah, we can help you. And START, they told me about START, but, but what happened was START absolutely embraced me absolutely said yeah come in that's great you want to you know you want to do better for your son you want to and they just said no we have tutors and i've never had that kind of encouragement like i said my home was work hard pay the bills it wasn't about you go to school you can do better that's not um, which was not a bad thing but that's just not how it was so start just embraced me and gave me so much encouragement and told me how i was going to go and i just man i felt so good i was like i'm running with it so i took it and ran with it went into the school, went into S-Tech and did really well there. And I went from there. I mean, my career has just kind of been blossoming. So could you, where... could you tell me what, when you went into S-Tech, what program did you go into on S-Tech? Instrumentation and controls engineering was what I went into. And what is that? So um, it's an offshoot of electrical engineering. Um, I got a little, I like the way this sees this. Electrical, uh, uh, controls engineering is an offshoot of electrical engineering, which applies to control theory. So you're man maintaining instruments and elect in the electrical world and calibrating. So it's, it's a fun, well-paid job. So, okay. so if, if I'm reading you correctly, um, so you dropped out of school, because uh, um, you're, you know, you got your girlfriend pregnant and you need mm -hmm. to support your family. You needed to yep. support your family. Exactly. And you just kind of realize uh, this is okay short term, but long term, this is not going to really support my family. Is that, is that exactly? It took about 10 years of just working terrible jobs and realizing this isn't going to work. Yeah, and I'm so, not live like this for 40 years. So you, you dropped out of school. So basically, you ended your education. You completely done, done. done. And you done. became, you were just in the workforce and then you turn around and you want to improve your life. And then you realize that you needed to start at the beginning or yes. basically where you should have uh, continued with uh, your GED, basically a, a high school equivalency. So you were out of education for, you know, 10 years. 10 how, years. how did that transition work? You know, going from just working to now you're studying again, you're, cracking yeah. open books. Um, how was that? So that's a great question because I think it's important that, you know, I dropped out, I had a kid and then I was also, I got myself in a little trouble too. I was out drinking and doing stuff like that. Nothing serious, but I got in trouble. So when I made that decision, I was like, man, I can't live like this, you know? And, and so the transition was this, I went no school for 10 years to having to get my GED, but here's where the two choices I had in my head. Go standing cow crap on the feedlot or get a good job. Those were the only two choices I allowed in my head. So the transition was learning math, learning the times tables, five times five, and that's really what it was. I mean, you kind of know them, but when you drop out at 15, you're done with that, you're going to work. So um, like I said, it, was, it wasn't for start. They, they were, oh, we have tutors. Oh, we have come into the study group and we have these teachers, it's so encouraging. So it was a hard transition, but I think, being in the field for or being uh, working jobs for 10 years was like, okay, I'm going to go back to that. So you better get a good job. So that's what I had in my head was learn it. And so it was, it was rough, but it was well worth it. Cause apparently I love learning. 
So <laughs> yeah. I really so can do, I so. can I ask you some questions on that? When you yeah. came and introduced yourself to us, and you were talking about the the number of hours that you spent at the library and with the other cohort member, and how much you guys like you just dove into it, and it was what you did for that amount of time. Can you tell us more about that? I really want people to understand the level of commitment it takes to be successful, but that it's completely doable. Perfect. Yeah. And, and so I, it pretty much became my world. So um, there's another gentleman by the name of Brad Cumber, and I got to bring him up because um, he was a concrete guy and he did the same as me. We did really well. And I felt like I had to keep up with him because he was really smart mm-hmm. and we studied together. We uh, went to every single study group there was. We did our owns at the library. I mean, I remember us the day before Thanksgiving, we went to the library. can't remember exactly what day, but it was pretty close. But it is a commitment. You have to wrap your mind. You, you have to stop going out on the weekends. You have to, if whatever your life is, you have to actually commit to learning. You have to go to school. You have to study. you got tests that are going to come up. So you surround yourself with people in school who are also in the same place, which is start. So, um, yeah, it just takes, it takes a lot of work, but it's so worth it. Think about this. I did 10 years and got nowhere. I did three years in, um, at ISU and took a giant leap in insurance pay, a great job that I actually enjoy. A lot of people can't say they enjoy their job. So Mm. it's hard, but it's well worth it. And can now, you tell us where you went after after you graduated? Can you give us your your storyline there? Sorry, yeah, Paul, yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt you there. No, 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 no. Great question. Yeah, it'd be great because it brings me back to here and what I want to do is start. So I had a job before I graduated as a controls engineer, and I went out. And after a few years, I realized because everything's going automated, we all know everything's getting automated. Well, that's this field. You can take a few different doors, uh, an ENI tech or a PLC programmer, and it's all from this program. You can um, absolutely go wherever you want and have jobs everywhere. So I went out and just um, learned everything I could, took jobs as programming robots out in in factories and things like that. So I get a bunch of experience, which lets me go anywhere now, right? I get eight years of experience. And the reason I'm back is because I have a daughter and my parents weren't doing so well. So I said, I'm going to go back Pocatello to be with my daughter and help my parents out. And I put three resumes out in this hour, three resumes out. All three of them called me because there's a shortage of ENI techs. So I had a choice to come back and still got an amazing job with Simplot as a process control analyst. And this job is it, it's 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 even I still have classes and courses coming up that Simplot's going to pay for. So it's like an amazing career opportunity. And when I got back, I have so much gratitude for Start Nestec that I'm like, wait, I'm back. I'm going to go get with Start. I'm going to go get with knowing you now, Sharice. But I'm like, no, I'm going to go and talk to the students or um, offer my time anytime I can because I love the way Start made me feel welcomed. So that means they're still doing that to students. So that means I can do that to people and let them know, look, you can make some mistakes in your life. It doesn't matter, right? It's a lesson or you're moving forward. That's all you should have in your head. So I also, with S-Tech, I think is important too that um, I got five uh, major subjects I'm gonna cover with S-Tech. Um, and I think these are, cause I learned them the hard way. And I think um, it would be helpful to the students to cut their time in half. I already learned the hard way and I'm gonna give them a whole bunch of uh, my perspective. And I think it'll help a lot of students to get to their career faster cause I was out there. So that's kind of where that's at. That's amazing. That's amazing that you're giving back. 
I, yeah. I mean, I, it's and you know, because some people don't even have the opportunity. And here you are, you've uh, uh, go, you know came into the star program. You went to uh, attended ISU, had a successful career, and now you can come back into the area and give back to the programs that gave you so much. I, I, that's 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 I'm, I'm tearing. I'm tearing. Yeah. <laughs> he already got me once too. I was like, Quick, I can't do this. I, 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 gotta, I gotta tell you guys too. I told Gail I, at the SSEC, I said, Hey, here's my plan. I said, I'm gonna stay in my career and then retire and come teach here. Are you okay with that? And you know, and she and I mean that. I really mean that. I want to come teach at the SSEC when I'm done here. And she, you know, I said, If you'll have me, and she's like, We love our uh, graduates, don't worry about it. I'm like, Okay, but that really is my plan. Wow. Wow. Eventually come teach. So I love it. So one of the takeaways from you, um, Alberto, was it doesn't matter when you start. It doesn't exactly. matter if you start when you're 18 or you're 26 or you're 39 or you're 52. The point is that it's never too late to, to seize the opportunity, right? Well, it's not only not too late. Sometimes you need that motivation. I did yeah. so well because I looked at all that 10 years of doing nothing. Yeah. And so I think, and, and that's what I mean by helping you out, Sharice, and start is I think if I go, uh, you know, talk to someone who's 26, 39, 45, doesn't matter. They're going to go, oh, man, this guy did it. Yeah. So, I, yeah, exactly. There's never too late to start. And as a matter of fact, sometimes that might help you being out in the real world and go, man, mm -hmm. I got. So, yeah, I think I think it's going to be great. Yeah. And, so. and part of it, too, that I, I feel that I've seen we have previous students come back and speak to our current students is they they can see themselves in you. Right. Yes. They can look at you and go, that can be me in five years or three years or 10 years or what, whatever their educational commitment is that they're doing. But it's such a powerful thing because you've done it. You've walked yeah. the walk. You've done, I mean, you've done it. And so I just really appreciate that you came back and visited us and that you want to be a part of what we do. Yeah, it was important because, like I said, I feel gratitude and I'm like, I can't just leave it at that. And so that's why I was like, now nah, I'm going. That's why I went and talked to you. I'm like, no, nah, I'm, I'm going over there. I got. So, yeah, I just feel like it's, it's important to. To, as you said, Paul, like give back. If yeah, no, no, that, that's great. So I, I got to ask you uh, like a little personal question here. Sure. Um, I mean, you you dropped out of school because uh, your um, girlfriend got pregnant and you had a son um, and then you came into Aztec program. Your son was about 10 years old. And I'm thinking that your son's around 20 something years old now. Yeah, yeah so, my son is. Yeah. So, so do you like, are you encouraging him to seek higher education? Oh, I mean, what, what is his career path? Well, so when he was, he was like my little brother, I was so young, but, but we, I still talk to him. I have tried probably for a couple of years now to get him to come move down here so he can go to school. I, and I, I've explained to him, he's probably annoyed by me by now, but I'm like, <laughs> come, come to school. I'll pay your apartment. I mean, that's how I'm like, I'll, I'll get you a place. Like come down here. You could just get this career. And he said, he, you know, he kind of humors me and says maybe, but he, um, he's doing well. He's in Utah. He ended up okay. moving there where his mom was at. And he's got, I think he does solar panels or something, but I, I don't, I want him to come down and come to school, but yeah. So, but you were able so to he, better provide for your family though. Right. Oh yeah. Oh, it changed everything. It, it just changed everything. Also, um, you know, you seem like a really confident gentleman. Yeah. I mean, you seem, was that, the, was that confidence there prior to your uh, pursuing higher education or was that something that grew as you succeeded? No, it, it's what going through school is what gave me the confidence that I have now, because before, remember, I'm a dropout. I'm not a smart, my friends were out doing stuff. I'm, I'm working, I'm a dropout. I'm, and the guy you see now is confident because of school in my career and and knowing that I can learn. So when I said I love to learn, 
I was like, man, I like learning. Well, so I started not just learning about school. I started going into a little bit of nutrition. I, I still have Audible on my, I listen to Audible every day. I got some book, um, <laughs> different types of books. It's never one, but I always got something I'm listening to. But that's because I went back to school. And yes, the confidence absolutely comes from, man, you can learn, you can change your life. You can, and so, yeah, the confidence comes from educating myself and doing something that's really hard. I have to say for anybody who's listening, I worked, I went to school every day, studied every day, and I worked at a gas station, I think till 12 a.m. because that's, that was the only choice I had. So I worked every day, I studied every day. It's not easy, but I did do that for three years. So <laughs> No, but uh, it, it seems like you knew that you had a goal. And, yes. you know, and that nothing was going to keep you from attaining that goal. Now, could you talk about some of the difficult, the most difficult parts of, um, of, of coming back to school um, and, and joining a program? What were some of the most difficult uh, hurdles that you had to overcome? I think the mindset that, that a lot of people have and I had was um, math is hard. These are hard. I don't know how to learn. You just say that to yourself. It's so funny. We say that. I've had people say, oh, I couldn't go to school. I don't know math. You don't know math. You learn math. <laughs> it's not. And, but I said the same thing, though. I was the same way. Um, the hardest part was getting my mindset to change that it's not if you're smart. It's what you're going to learn. You're just going to learn it. So um, that was a hard part. Financially, Start helped me out so much. But it was hard because I worked at a gas station. And there was, I remember, a time when it was... Um, I think I had 20 bucks and it was like, put gas in my car or hold on to the 20 bucks so I could, you know, have 20 bucks. And I was like, yeah, I'll walk to school because I was close enough. I was close enough. I mean, I'll keep the 20 bucks. I'm not going to put 20 bucks of gas in my car because then I don't have a dollar in my pocket. So it was hard financially. Um, and also the other big thing that I think is important when you're an adult is remember, there's always people doing stuff and you have to almost cut like there's that barbecue. There's that. What do you mean you're going to study? No, let's go watch. You know, let's go watch the game. Let's you have to almost isolate yourself in a, in a way and then not in a bad way. You just have to tell people, listen, I really want to do better for my family. Uh, I love you, but I gotta, I'm not going to go drink beer with you. I'm going to go study. Make and a commitment. So, so yeah. three and hard things were, yeah, go ahead. So we talk a lot about grit uh, in my cohorts that I've been involved in. And I, I hear you talking so much about that. It's like mm -hmm. revolving your life around the one goal that's most important to you. And, yep. and when you talk about working at a gas station, like you have to do whatever it takes, but it's for a short time. You know, you short can tell time. your family and you can say, for now, this is my focus after this, then I'll, I'll be available to do all the things. But for now, I need you to understand this is what's important. And so exactly. I, I'm just so impressed with your grit and the way that you speak about how you just, you just dove in and there was no stopping you. And, and I look at all the students that I pass on campus and every student has a story. And, and I think every student is inspiring in their own way. Uh, mm -hmm. You specifically, because I mean, you went from calling yourself a dropout to look where you are now. I mean, that, that's just amazing. Exactly. And, and it's funny because a lot of times I still kind of feel like a dropout in a good way. It humbles me and kind of like, I'll say like the <coughs> career and when I'm in my career and I'm like, I say career, that's great. I don't, <laughs> if you're a dropout, you don't even have the word career in your vocabulary. That's not even a word in my household. You know, my parents don't even speak English and they college and career. You don't hear that stuff. So I still, sometimes I'm like, man, I say things that are great like that, but uh, I'll tell you another thing about the, the gas station. I have you telling about the grit. I was working at the gas station and my buddies came in to buy a beer and they're like, what are you doing? And I mean, you should have seen the looks on their faces. Like you're like, 
they're about to go out and have some fun. And I'm sitting at a gas station and they just looked like, what are you doing? You, you know, and it was, it was like, well, have fun guys. And I just couldn't, you have to, you have to have that mental grit and go, all right. Yeah. So you made a decision. Now, uh, could you just touch just slightly on the moment? I call it those aha moments Mm -hmm. when you're, you're in a program, you're starting, you're working through the program and all of a sudden it's like dawn breaking and you just go, I can do this. I know what I'm doing. This is attainable. And I, I understand it now. I think it was when I, cause when I first got in, I, you know, struggled and we, I finally got in school and I did some tests and I got, did really bad on the tests. I like, well, I think I failed one or whatever. And I was, I think I went and talked to one of the counselors. She's not there anymore, but I was like, I'm done. I shouldn't, I don't even need to be here. I can't even do um, a test. And I think that moment you're talking about is like when I got my first A, like it was, and it was in math, it was in math. And I remember I just got, he handed me that and it was an A and I was like, oh, wait a minute, I could do this. And I remember studying all week though. I remember studying like crazy. I'm like, wait a minute. And that A was like, felt so good. And guess what? I kept getting A's for the rest of the, I mean, I just, those A's felt so good, but you know, I remember the, and I studied five days and I feel like so, nobody else studied, but that wasn't the truth, but I just felt that way. <laughs> <laughs> but so, uh, so basically it's not just an, uh, Hey, I got an A, but I worked for that A. Yeah. Yeah. That was the key. I realized I just, I studied for like the last four days in a row and I got to say, and it kind of clicked. I'm like, oh man, you can't just, you can't just get this. You have to, you have to put the hard work in. So I am tearing up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, that is amazing. Um, you know, I, 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 I love these stories and, and I, I, I really appreciate you coming on and, and sharing this. I mean, uh, I, again, there's so many people that you run into on it. Oh, that's the timer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's so many that people. That, oh, oh man, it goes by fast. Um, there's so many people that you run into that say, "I can't do this. I can't do that. I can't do this. That's too hard." Um, and you know, and it's and they don't understand that the people that have the career that have been successful, they've had those moments themselves. Exactly. Um, you know, and and I appreciate you coming on and sharing that because it then people can relate. Um, and see that I, they see a little of themselves in, in you and go, Oh, if he thought that about himself, I could do that. Um, and I, I think that's it. I think people just need encouragement and, uh, some, something to relate to that they can be successful. Exactly. Exactly. That's a good way to put it. Exactly. Hey, um, I want to thank you both for coming on today. I really appreciate Alberto. Your story is so moving, and I, I I'm so it's, it's so great that you're giving back. I, I it makes you've made my Friday. You we're recording this on a Friday, and you've made my Friday. I, I can go into oh. the weekend thinking that there's there's some hope. <laughs> well, thanks, yeah, Paul start, and Sharice, start so students much. are the most inspiring students yeah. there is. I mean, you guys just. Uh, They'll get yeah. you every time, Paul. They'll get you every time. I know. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> well, I thank you both. Um, Sharice, if someone wanted to reach out and connect with START, how would they do that? You can call uh, up here to my office. My number is 208-282-4359. Or you can email start at isu.edu. Or our webpage is isu.edu forward slash start forward slash. Okay. And just to finish off, um, just to clarify, 
Alberta, where are you working and what are you doing today? I'm at uh, Simplot, the Dom plant, um, and I'm a process control analyst, which is just, yeah, it's just a step up from what I was doing. I, I'm open to so much more now. So it's just, it's a great move. I feel like it's a great move. So, And when you decided to go to school, what were you doing specifically for a job then? I was actually working on a feedlot standing in Calcrap. So the same feedlot my dad worked on for 28 years because um, I was doing other jobs, but I could always go back out there. He'd always give me a job, but I was actually out being, doing a maintenance guy, maintenance stuff on, on, a, on a farm is basically what it was. Thank you so much for sharing your story. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Paul. I appreciate it. Thank you, Alberto.